are back. We are back. Technical difficulties. Yeah, we had like a 10 minutes uh, recorded into this episode, and then we realized that something wasn't right. It wasn't It wasn't anything wasn't right, it was that I'm a fucking idiot, and I forgot how all of our equipment works. Yeah, we figured it out, dude. And, uh, so let's do a fucking show, dude. We're back. Uh, that's Jared, I'm Steve. I think that's the first time I've ever said that. You, usually you say your name first, but we're trying something different. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so the movie that we're uh, talking about on this episode is like a first watch for me, like as of today. So I'm I'm stoked you finally watched this movie. Yeah, I, I gotta say that I wish I would have watched it a little sooner. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say I went into it like with low expectations or anything. If you recommend a movie, I know I'm gonna like it. It's just, and I've seen it pop up on like streaming networks, like. Here and there, but I never gave it a second glance because I'm like, eh. And in that never hanging out with people, has anyone ever mentioned this movie like in just casual conversation? So. Dude, honestly, this is a movie that it's I slept on it for a long time, and it was because it's the cover and everything about it. Like, yeah, it just kind of was just like, eh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I meant to ask you. There, there's got to be a VHS of this floating around somewhere. Yeah. I didn't even look it up or nothing. I just... Oh, well, yeah. It came out in 95. Well, I know, but... It's like a fucking Swedish movie. Is it... Is it like... Did, was it released here? Because mm-hmm. I didn't see anything... Oh, it didn't come out uh theaters. I don't think it came out in theaters here. But yeah, it got released here. Okay. Well, I know because it was, it was premiered in 95. But for anybody wondering, the movie's Evil Ed. Yeah, it's Evil Ed. Um... I mean, it, 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 it was played at a festival in 95, correct? And then it was, like, mass-released in 97? Uh, it was something. I know there was, like, some delays. And, it, like, two... Like, when it first got released, only, like, two theaters in Sweden fucking yeah. even picked it up. And then it went from there and, like, like ended up playing in, like, 60 countries. Okay. Well, I didn't know how we were going to... We just... This was... This is a weird thing we... <laughs> we didn't think that this episode was going to happen because of the fucking weird uh, mind fuck that happened with our equipment. But now that we're on, we might as well just get into this movie because we've already been talking about it. Yeah, I think we might as well do it. Okay, so I wanted to... Did you read? I didn't really find much on this movie. I mean, there's tidbits. There is. No, I, I know. But did you read the censorship thing in Sweden? Oh, yeah. That, uh Yeah. So Sweden has a big thing. It actually ended in 96. I forgot when it started. It was like 1910 or whatever, but it was like the longest running Censors. censor board. Yeah, but do you think that that's why this movie wasn't really released big to, like until 97 was because that... Um, no, I think it, this movie took a while to get made, and this movie was made as a um, almost like a result of that, like as a pushback on them for that. There's like just, just fucking... We're okay. gonna make a movie that is like fuck you to all this shit. This is fucking bullshit, pretty much. But it's isn't it ironic that like a year later, it get it's ended. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, okay, because this this movie has a fucking ton of gore in it. Yeah, it's it's on the goofy side, like in most of the time, like uh, it's on the Peter Jackson side. Yeah, so like, so if you're a fan of like Evil Dead Two. Or Dead Alive, which I didn't think about that, but when you brought that up, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And 
Reanimator. Yeah, you keep throwing that reanimator part out. Well, no, because of the uh, like the the satire aspect, just like the delivery of the lines and like the feel of the dialogue. Oh, I gotcha. Has like a Herbert West approach, like when they're conversating, it just has like the weird, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get. No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, maybe maybe it's just me, but I, I picked that up right away. I was like, dude, this is almost like a like a reanimator kind of. Uh, approach with the dialogue not not the not the fucking movie at all no the two different movies i'm just saying like i got that okay you, I, you, the, I see what you're saying you know what i'm saying like when you first said it i was like this is nothing fucking like reanimator no 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 I'm, not, I'm just talking about like how they deliver the humor in it i get you you know kind of has that uh tongue-in-cheek kind of thing or something like that but anyway i really dug this movie so good recommendation on that because I've seen it on Tubi fucking for months. Yeah. I had to scroll through the horror section, and I, I never thought to, like, watch it. And you, I think it was a couple of weeks ago or, like, a month ago, you were like, dude, evil lad, man. Some big ups on that. Yeah, I think it was a couple of months back. Because I know, I think I brought it up on one of our last episodes, too. As a matter of fact, you did. You did. Because you had watched it recently. Mm-hmm. For the first time, last episode, which was about a month ago. Um, so let's uh, yeah. So let's get into. So what? Uh, you got notes on this movie? Because the only, I have one note on this movie. Yeah, okay. I got a couple notes. Okay, I'm just gonna throw mine out there because it's not even. A, it's like the the film was shot on 16 millimeter, and then it was blown up to 35 millimeter eventually. Yeah, they actually got the camera from a. It was from a, a local like state run TV station like in Sweden oh. and they got it from the janitor for like a bottle of whiskey get out of here that's awesome that's like legit that's how you get it that's how you get your shit that's fucking killer dude fucking bribe janitors of whiskey well that that would have been a fun little tidbit what are you sideburns with some of this milk <laughs> it could be hot milk <laughs> <laughs> rather have a beer <laughs> yeah but this okay so this movie it wears its influence on its fucking sleeve yes like there's Evil Dead 2 posters throughout this fucking like it's I feel like every room in the splatter gore department has an Evil Dead 2 poster and and just real quick all the posters in this movie are killer oh yeah there's a ton of great from, I think there's a From Beyond. I think it might be From Beyond. There's a Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. Um, I mean, The Howling i seen. Mm-hmm. For, the Howling was the first one i seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. And yeah, just I mean, it just it wears it on its sleeve. You can tell these people who made this movie were legit fans. Mm-hmm. And they don't... Um, like, it, it definitely feels like a... Um, like a Raimi, like an early Raimi picture, like Evil Dead 2. Definitely feels like... Um, Dead Alive has that tuck of vibe, especially with the way the gore, which, side note, almost all the gore is from, okay, so Evil Ed, Edward is the editor. Yes. And he does, like, these fucking, like, boring, normally boring films, and he gets reassigned to the splatter and gore department because they just picked up, they have the Loose Limbs series, series. which mm-hmm. is, like, a fucking, supposed to be, like, a slasher series. Mm-hmm. That's going to get released in Europe, and they need it to be trimmed down, like all the gore and shit. 
so he's uh he's done to do that and almost all the the gore all the really excessive gore yeah is from those movies it's just him you're watching those movies while he's editing them yeah like the surgeon yeah the surgeon scene yeah which so much fucking blood that's like evil dead the first time i've seen that i saw that years ago um before I saw this movie. That kind of mixtape or something? It was either the abortion bin mixtape or yeah. the, uh, why am I blanking on the name? Church of something, something church. I do remember that one too. Fucking mixtape. It's one of those two that has that sex, that scene on it. Do they think me, you think science. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't feel foot. anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you see like a lot of the gore that they have, like the gratuitous like spraying blood, which is 100% from Dead Alive. That too, yeah, yeah. Well, they um, used a lot of blood in Evil Dead too. Just true, in, true. Like, but it was, but it wasn't red. Yeah, uh, either you know what I mean. But they, it's just like take all the blood you could possibly get for a motion picture and just fucking multiply that by ten in gallons <laughs> and just get ridiculous with it. Like that's kind of how these that that one scene is for sure. The surgeon scene. Yeah. So you could totally tell where they're coming from, but they kind of make it their own. But they have like you. They, you see a scene in this where somebody looks like a deadite. Mm-hmm. Scene in another scene where blatantly obvious he's having like a hallucination and uh, it looks like fucking Tim Curry from Legend as the devil. Oh yeah, then there's like a gremlin too. Yeah, weird little fucking uh, almost like the the fruit and vegetable gremlin from Two in the fridge. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> first time I seen it, I thought it was like the. Uh, Cornucopia Gremlin. <laughs> like, um, that whole scene's kind of cool, though. Like the weird goblin thing in the fridge. It's like, yeah. But basically, just real quick, I, anyone who hasn't seen this movie, it's basically the premise is a guy that gets hired to edit these loose limb movies. In in editing, he has to watch these scenes over and over and over and splice them together to make them make sense, and he actually slips into a state of fucking in, insanity. Yeah. And loses his mind from the gore and the fucking just the terrible things that he's watching over and over and over again. So that's the that's which is what. Uh, so they they do the opening of the movie with like the original editor. Yeah, and he's fucking like just awesome. going the nuts, going town, fucking cutting shit up, and has himself fucking locked in. And they use the fucking torch to cut open the door, and he blows everybody up, except for Sam. What's his yeah. name? Sam Campbell. Sam Campbell. So uh, Bruce yeah. Campbell, Sam Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That was not the original beginning of the movie. Really, the original beginning of this movie. Was that black and white Swedish, foreign? That, that's black and white Swedish film yeah. that he's editing in the beginning. I got you. That was the original beginning of this film, but this film became well, it started as a short film. It took like five years to make, and they ended up tacking on that beginning part, and then um, so also they ended up tacking on stuff at the end. So that that scene at the very end where they're in the hospital. The ward, yeah, that wasn't there. Mm. It was about the end where chick shoots him from the. He opens like that closet door or whatever. Yeah, and she shoots him. It was supposed to be that was the end, and it was going to. She shoots him. Camera pans up the stairs, 
to the editing room and then it pans out like it, you just got done watching like the trailer to Loose Limbs 8. <laughs> that was the original, which I think is fucking awesome. Absolutely. But they said the movie was too short because they were trying to make a feature. So they tacked on the beginning. And they said it kind of wasn't enough going on. So they tacked on that beginning and then they tacked on the end scene and all that extra additional footage for that. Hmm. You know, actually, if this was done correctly, it would have made a great short film, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you think about it. If you could take, like, 30 minutes and just pack it full of all the splatter you can. Yeah. With just enough dialogue to explain what's going on. Just cram it all into, like, a 25-minute, like, short film. It might have worked. Just because of the, uh, just because of the, like, how it's, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Just it's like like a fucking constant, ah, uh, like in, like Evil Dead Two. There's just like a constant fucking in your face. You know what I mean? Like they if they like quick shots of just shit going on. And Dude, have you paid? Did you pay attention? To like a lot of like the even like the way the camera is. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a lot. He borrowed a lot from Raimi's style from. The, the first two Evil Deads. Yeah. One off the bat that I can think of is they're doing one where the camera's going up the stairs. Yeah. And it's like eventually ends up where uh, Ed is. And just the tracking of it going up the stairs, it was almost like um, the chase the Evil Dead going through the cabin. Yeah, the, cha- the cabin yeah. chase scene. Yeah. Yeah, Remy always had that kind of thing going on. That's kind of what propelled and gave like Evil Dead a lot of its... Got it. Got a lot of his attention the way he fucking did his camera techniques. They were like the first, um, first ones to do that. Yeah, it was pretty much just fucking putting a camera on a board and pulling it. Yeah, but it had the shaky, like, like fucking uh, weird in your face kind of fucking just out of you know, like it never had been done before. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. even just real quick, like Intruder, mm-hmm. the weird shots through the phone. Oh yeah. Or when she's sweeping. So he's he's actually shooting through a glass, but it's supposed to be the floor. So you're actually, for, for no reason at all, seeing what it looks like to be underneath a pile of something getting swept up. Or looking through <laughs> what it would be like to be a rotary phone. <laughs> it's just uh, thinking outside the box, I guess. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah, some of the camera shots... Little nuances like that. If you're fans of the Dead Alive and the Evil Dead movies, you you would catch it. Yeah, this is yeah, it's a total love letter to '80s splatter type films. Mm-hmm. Um, the director didn't really go on to do much more after this. He did a few other things, but nothing like in the same realm. Um, funny enough, so the loose limb scene, like the one with the doctor, yeah, like loose limbs five. That dude is a. Uh, was in a handful of bands in Sweden, like mainly like uh, pop bands. Really? Yeah, he was in. Uh, his name's uh, Vasa. His real name's like Lars Johansson. But he was in um, Nina Latar UFO. Then he was in a band called uh, what is it, Potus Americanarna. And then he uh, went from that band to form another band called Big Money. 
hmm. which I think big money ended up being, I think, one of the bigger ones out of the three, if I recall. <coughs> kind of had some success. I got that. That's like their thing over there. Well, the first time I saw this, I was like, I was like, dude, one of these people is in like a fucking like a Swedish metal band, like something. Yeah. And, and I like was like, the, well, the, one the of dopey them. kid that's supposed to deliver the reels to. Uh, yeah. You would think he'd be in like a fucking grunge band or something. Or <laughs> closest I found was Homeboy in a fucking a couple pop bands. Yeah. Well, which is what it is, man. That's Swedish pop, right? You know the. Uh, so yeah, they talk about it twice. Once when uh, Ed's on the phone with his wife, he talks about the. The chick who gets raped by a beaver and then killed with a fucking bazooka. bazooka. <laughs> there was like rumors going around for like a while that that scene was actually cut and shot, or actually shot, but they ended up cutting it. Director denies it, says like that wasn't a that never happened. But three years ago, Arrow Video released the extended, got did a release of it. And it was the extended cut, and there were talks. The director said that they talked about, and they were supposed to. Um, film that scene specifically for the Arrow release. They were going to get together and actually film that scene. Oh God! They never did. I don't. I don't think they did. I haven't seen the Arrow release, but I fear. I. Th- I think we would have heard about it. Yeah. Definitely. That's like out there. that's like the. Uh, okay, so Evil Army of Darkness has. What's what's the uh, one liner in that one? Bruce Campbell says over and over again, "Fucking wore it out." Oh, give me some sugar, baby. Yeah, maybe. Is that, that the? I don't know. I, I, I'm a one and two guy, but he says some shit in there, and then in it's been so long since I've seen Army. Maybe it's give me some sugar. Yeah, but in this one, it's where the fuck is my beaver rape scene? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sam Campbell says it to him. That's like the hook line, like of the movie. Like, you can just sound clip that and put it anywhere. Even if you've never seen this movie, you're like, have to, did I just hear? Like, <laughs> and I was watching it when Ashley was on the couch. She was like on her phone looking at something. And that scene came on where he's talking over the phone about it. He's like, yeah, there's a chick who gets raped by a beaver and then her head blown off by a bazooka. And she just like looks at me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, trust me, you don't want to hear it. No, just tell me. Just tell me. Okay. Why would you tell me something like that? That's awful. <laughs> So, I guess another tidbit is everybody's voice was redubbed for this movie except for, like, one person. Really? Yeah, the, the, the chick who plays uh, Mel, the... Um, the girlfriend of the... The girlfriend of the dude who delivers the reels, the kid. Uh, yeah. She... Her voice wasn't overdubbed, but everybody else's was redubbed at... Uh, I forgot where the studio was, but it's like an American type studio in Stockholm, and they do like redubbing. Mm. Which honestly, I think it just fucking adds to it because like the sound effects in this movie are like everything in this movie sounds like it's overdubbed. It does. It it has that video dead feel to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Almost like the movie was either silent or recorded in mono, and then overdubbed in stereo. <laughs> so there's definitely something off about it. It adds to it to me. Oh, it, it makes 100% it hundred percent adds that's to what, it. I think that's the mystique of the video dead. It's just like the overdubbing on video dead, mm-hmm. and just how they have to like literally facially express the 
emotion behind what they're saying, but it's all deadpan, and it doesn't quite match up, and they have to time it perfect so that the dialogue matches up with the lips so it's not off. Makes it fucking weird, but cool. It, like, adds to the aesthetic of, like, watching the film. Right. And there's not heavy uh, Swedish accents in here. It's, like, American as fuck, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it just makes sense, I guess. I think that's... I'm guessing that's why they did the overdub. Oh, for because sure. Because they made everybody have, like, nobody has a fucking Swedish accent. No. Like, Homegirl's accent slips in uh, one of the end scenes when she's yelling for, uh, I think she's yelling for her boyfriend, and her Swedish accent comes out because she's trying to do an American accent, which she does American accent throughout the whole fucking movie. Yeah. But it kind of slips a little bit, like, whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, but... Fucking, um, speaking of American and accents and dubbing, fucking, uh, the voice of the killer from Loose Limbs. You know who that is? No. Bill Mosley? Really? Supposedly, yeah. He's, uh, he's been credited, he was credited for it in the movie, just, they, it was never, like, tied down exactly what he did. And, uh, it's pretty much been pinned down that he's the, uh, the, the killer from Loose Limbs. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, so what's up with the surgeon? What was that? That's him. That was Bill Mosley. Yeah, he's that guy. Because he's this. I think the. No, so, actually, I'm picturing two different guys. There is two different guys. There's the killer from Loose Limbs, like four or three, whatever they first okay, do. And so then there's, there's more than one. Loose Limbs five, which is uh, the Vasa guy. So yeah. maybe it's just the killer from like the first from one of them. One of them, yeah. But yeah, he's 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 everybody's tagging him as yeah, it's the fucking killer from Loose Limbs. Okay. But he is credited as being part of the movie. Oh, dude, if this isn't a perfect movie for fucking Bill Mosley, like, he should have been in there more. He should have been he should have been in this movie. <laughs> I mean, the fucking uh, what Chop Top? What the fuck was that? Uh, Texas Two. Texas Two. Fuck yeah, that that kind of shit would fit right in. Uh, do you ever see the movie he uh, he made? And I think uh, it's how he got the role of Chop Top. He made uh, Texas oh, Chains, yeah. the Texas Chainsaw Manicurist. Yes, the, never, the the parody. Yeah. Yeah, what? That was in the uh, Family Portrait doc. Or no, 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 no. It was in um, not that. Maybe in Search of Darkness or something or. One of those documentaries, they like showed clips from that movie. It was so badly, it's so low budget. Yeah, it's like he made it by himself. He did his own thing with there it. There was a spoof on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then he ended up getting fucking casted for the for the sequel, like because of it. <laughs> and dude, what a fucking career he built after that. Yeah, it's fucking Bill Mosley, man. Dude, I mean, fuck. And then he was in like Night of the Living Dead. He became Rob Zombie's dude. Otis. He was in a bunch of shit. Yeah, Mosley's been all over the place. But, yeah, so this movie's great, man. Uh, definitely cool. You, you check it out. If you haven't seen it, man, it's... Okay, so Tubi has it. If you don't know what Tubi is, it's just a free streaming site. You just have to watch an ad every once in a while during your movie. But it's free. And they got a killer selection of horror movies on there. It's on there. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm sure it's probably on YouTube or something. But if you ever get a chance, if you've never seen this movie and you like gore or you're a fan of like Evil Dead Two or Dead Alive, it's got that like it's like a splatter comedy, comedy like horror comedy splatter. It's seriously, I feel like the best. It's like a mix to me. Like the best way I can explain this is, and it's a mix between Evil Dead Two and Dead Alive. It's probably the most. It has like the very. It has like a good feel of Evil Dead Two with the slapstick elements of Evil Dead Two. Yep. With the same. I guess honestly, the same as fucking Dead Alive because it's almost the same fucking thing. Yeah. But it has. There's there's a difference there though, between those two. There is. Um. And is everybody, gonna, does everybody st- fucking likes Dead Alive? I I don't know. Man. I just watched it like two months ago. I, I mean, I it's okay. I don't mind the movie, but everybody hails it like, oh my god, this fucking movie's so, it's just over the top and it's so gory and it's like the bloodiest, splatteriest movie and it's like it's something about it where I'm just like, oh, I like the movie. It's not bad. It's okay, but I don't hail it as this great fucking thing. No. Do I wish fucking Peter Jackson would go back and do? More horror movies, yeah. Because <laughs> I'd like to see something else like Dead Alive or fucking... Um, I'm blanking on his first one. The other one. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. His other horror movie. He'd like two. Peter Jackson? Yeah. He did fucking Dead Alive, and then right before Dead Alive, he did another one, and I can't fucking think of the name of it right now. You know, another movie that came to mind hmm. was The Dead Next Door. Man, it's been forever since I've seen that. This movie kind of had that, just in the just in the way that they spoke, like, like in the funny parts that were not supposed to be funny, but they're funny just because the way that they're talking to each other, or mm-hmm. like disregarding the fucking horrible gore or the mentioning beer rape scenes and shit. Like, that yeah. next door had that. You know, I need and, to go and, back and fucking watch and that movie. Sam Campbell. You got Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell. How many... Did you ever notice the fucking names of the people in Dead Next Door? No. It was like Jason, Michael, Freddy. It's been like... Dr. Savini. I couldn't even tell you the last time I seen that movie. Oh, yeah. This, everyone's named after like... You know what I mean? Bad taste. Oh, bad taste. Yeah. Dude, I got that VHS. I haven't watched that in like five fucking years, dude. I fucking forget I have that. Bad taste is good. Have you ever it, seen Meet the Feebles? No, you told me about that a long time ago. Meet the Feebles. Yeah, check that one out, too. This is the other one. It's like all puppets and shit. Yeah. Fucking awesome. At one point, there's there's a big, like, was it walrus puppet? And he's, like, the boss. He's, like, an asshole. And, like, he's getting a blowjob from, like, a bunny. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that. I remember seeing that when I was, like, sucking. I was, like, 16. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> fucking meet the feebles. It's a rabbit that gets syphilis or herpes or something. I think it's syphilis. Gonorrhea. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so Evil Ed, man. Um, highly recommend it. Uh, definitely worth it. I'm sure you'll like it. Oh, absolutely. Good movie to like drink to. Like party oh, yeah. hang this out is, this is definitely like a hangout movie a party movie fucking group of people over and watch it yeah had a couple laughs lots of gore it's like dude it's feel safe when people come over if you're not gonna listen to music and put a movie on evil dead 2 is like perfect for that mm-hmm. you know you can just fucking bullshit like 
it's just perfect all the way around. Laugh, gore, all that shit. I would put this movie up there with it, and I'm going to watch it forever now. Like, I'm a fan of this movie, so. Yeah, this movie's great. <clears throat> Did you want to add anything else to the movie? or? I think movie-wise, I mean, pretty much touched on everything there is to touch on about this movie. I think we pretty much, we explained it pretty well. Yeah. And honestly, I just realized we gave away a lot, but we didn't give away as much as we normally do. Yeah, true story. <laughs> well, yeah, the movie's free. If you download Tubi, it's free. We encourage you to watch it. Oh, absolutely. Then you talk about Tubi. I actually want—I want to give a plug to because I don't think I don't ever hear anybody talk about this service, Midnight Pulp. Yeah, you turned me on to that. Uh, they have a lot of free movies. Well, I, I, I'm going to go with say a lot. They have some free movies. I don't know because I started paying for it right away because the movie I wanted to watch that they had wasn't free. Yeah. Five bucks a month, and the shit they fucking have. Oh God, it's amazing. It's. I haven't seen anything like it for a streaming service, honestly. It has, like, weird fucking obscure horror movies, a lot of, like, Italian shit, um, Jess Franco stuff, stuff that you normally wouldn't see streaming, oh, a lot no. of Japanese stuff, mm-hmm. even, like, Japanese, like, uh, pink cinema stuff. And there's shit on there that you would not think is just all, like, a lot of, like, just weird off-the-wall shit that you would never think you would find on, like, a streaming service they fucking have. So if you have, min- if you have a way to get Midnight Pulp... It's definitely worth a check out, man. Yeah, it is. I highly recommend it. And I'm going to say that the only reason I don't have it is because it's a Google-powered site. And my Xbox One is Bing. It's not Google. I mean, maybe there's a way I can... I tried to... See, I got it through the Roku, so I don't fucking know. Which works. But I I tried with the Xbox One, and it just doesn't work. I can do it on my phone. The Midnight Pulp, maybe fucking screen mirror it to my TV or something, but I can't, you know, my the fucking Xbox One is built in with Bing is your search engine. You can't change it. You can't do Google Chrome or any of that. That's weird, though. <clears throat> yeah, because I, it, it, it's annoying. Because I, I came over here, I checked it out when you told me about it, then I came over here and you actually went through it with Pulp Plus, the paid... And you, everything was unlocked. So I'm like looking at all these fucking sweet movies. Like, dude, it puts Shudder and fucking Tubi and all them fucking sites to shame as far as like looking for like the deep cut horror and foreign horror. Like, like yeah, like I'll like, I'll be in these groups and they'll be like ragging on Shudder, saying Tubi's the best thing ever for horror. And then some people are like, oh, fucking Amazon Prime has the best selection of horror. And I'm like, is anybody fucking went through Midnight Pulp? Yeah, Midnight <laughs> Pulp's definitely because uh, yeah. you're not getting you're not getting like the mainstream like bigger fucking series movies than Midnight Pulp, but you're getting some fucking, like, deep-cut shit that you're like, this is fucking... I've never fucking seen this movie. Shit that you've or never Or good fucking, luck finding a, finding a physical copy of it. Yeah, it's fucking, like, just shit that he's like, there's shit on there where I'm like, I've never even fucking heard of this. Well, yeah, there's that too, yeah, but mostly foreign films and shit, like... But I, I noticed... Like, old like 80s 70s and 80s films and I'm like I haven't even I don't even think I've heard of this one they got all those weird like 70s erotic zombie movies and shit like uh oh yeah there's like a whole section of shit that's like yeah it's it's incredible like Midnight Pulp's fucking cool definitely check that out man it's like five bucks a month for the I think it is they have free movies that you can just watch but I mean if you if you pay the five bucks 
all the movies are available and the good ones are like the ones you have to pay for. But five bucks flat rate a month and you get... Shit. I honestly need to start busting out a fucking notebook because I'll start scrolling through there to find a movie and I'll just keep going to see exactly what all they have. And then like 30 minutes later, I don't pick anything because I find like eight movies and I'm like, I really want to watch all these right now. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check that out. And it spans. It's like not only all... It's not even all just horror. You have like a bunch of different categories. Yeah. Like weird anime shit. Fucking... Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's some weird comedy shit. There's like a fucking comedy on there right now from like South Korea where it has to do with like a, a circus bear who joins a baseball team. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, it's like an actual fucking bear in a baseball jersey. <laughs> He's fucking... He joins a fucking baseball team in South Korea. The bad news bear. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. See, I could get lost in that shit. There's so dude, I'll, I'll seriously be flipping through there. Like on a Sunday, I'm, if I got nothing, if I just want to veg out, I could watch the most random fucking thing. Yeah, but see, my problem with that is I'm already bad enough with streaming sites. I do more searching and looking than I do actually watching anything on. There. Like I'll go on Prime, and it's weird because they're never going to present you the good shit. No. You have to search for something and then... Related to. Connect it. Yeah. You know? It's like, fuck. And then, you know, then you might find one and you're like, holy shit, it's like rent for three ninety nine. Really, dude? You know, but I found some... I did find some really good horror on Prime and it was by accident. Like, they uploaded a bunch of, like, franchise horror for uh, Halloween. Yeah. I think they did, like, four or five of the Friday the 13th. And I picked one. And it said, oh people also liked and then I clicked on like Sleepaway Camp 3 and then like fucking Savage Weekend popped up and then like Humanoids from the Deep and you know I was, I was like oh and then I fell into a fucking foxhole for three hours I'm like what does Prime have like dude honestly I, I fucking hate it um, with it it was used to be like what I noticed with Netflix when Netflix was basically the only fucking thing going around yeah where you could go through a fucking category, like go to horror, scroll through horror, and go through every fucking movie. And then just start randomly searching movies that weren't in that list, and some of them will start popping up as being available. It's like, dude, and there's, there's, there has to be a reason to it, but why the fuck don't these streaming services just list every, all their fucking movies in with their, in that category? Like, just list every fucking movie that you have. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have to fucking go through a labyrinth of click this movie to go to the... Crimes he like might that. know this one to go to this one to, to find this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, I should be able to go to just that category and just see everything you fucking have. Yeah, Prime's like that. I had no idea any of that was on Prime. I always wrote that shit off. Ever since Shudder came out, I wrote off, like, Netflix. I never watched Netflix. Netflix for horror sucks for fucking ever. I it, Netflix is cool because the Twilight Zone is on there. The old Twilight Zones and stand-up comedy. That's it for me. I think for fucking most part for horror, Netflix, I think they've had Hellraiser since Netflix became a thing. So that's still there. And no, Mad Ron's Previous Hell has probably been the very first thing they had. And they yeah. still have it. Because those dudes probably aren't fighting over the rights. They're probably just like, yeah, just keep it streaming. Yeah. But it's like Hellraiser and then 90 movies from 2010. Yeah. It's all new horror. Yeah. And but I've I've been trying to 
watch more newer horror because I feel like I write up write a lot of it off without watching it. But they have almost all the shit that's garbage. Mm-hmm. I, I agree because I've been through there a fucking hundred times. It's like weird. It's like actually surprising if I find something on Netflix I want to watch. The only thing, the only good shit I'll find on Netflix I would want to watch would be like comedies. Oh yeah, well they nailed it with that. Like that'd be the only TV type of shit. Like they had Cheers on there forever, and then like like sitcoms and stand up comedy and just regular movies from back in the day, like a fucking Major League or like a something like that, like a Beetlejuice or something. I don't know. Like that's always cool because then like when you got all the streaming sites like. You can pick and choose and find something out of one of them that you want to watch, which is cool. So I'm, I'm rolling with uh, the Netflix and the Prime and the Hulu and the Shutter and the Tubi. So, you know, between those five or whatever, I can always find something, man. You know, like, but Tubi's fucking awesome, dude. I'm glad I found that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about it until, like, last year. And I was like, what the fuck? I was going through their whole catalog, like... I remember the first time I found it, I was like, what the fuck is this? It was like free. I'm like, okay, there's got to be some kind of like, put your credit card in there. It's free for like this. No, it's like absolutely free. But there's ads in there. I'm like, I don't give a shit. And the first thing I seen was the original Unsolved Mysteries complete series. I'm like, game. It was the first thing I watched was like three Unsolved Mysteries episodes. And I was like sold. Like, this is free. This is fucking cool. Dude, there's uh, there's been a couple others I found that are like Tubi, but dude, they go bananagrams with the fucking ads. Oh yeah, yeah, like, like crackle it, it and starts shit. off with like six fucking ads before the movie. It sucks. And then like thirty minutes in, another like six to eight ads. It's like Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah, what was I watching that does that? Oh, okay. So I downloaded TNT app on my xbox because <laughs> aew wrestling is on wednesday nights mm-hmm. if you don't watch the fucking show live there's fucking 12 ads that start the program so you're like seven minutes of ads then they play the program and then they just cut it off and play another seven minutes of ads exactly what you're saying i'm like dude <laughs> I try to catch it live because if you try to go back and watch like something from three days ago oh, and it's like, ads. oh my god, I'm just like watching commercials that I can't skip through. I'm like, fuck this, and then a two hour fucking wrestling program's like three and a half hours, and it's all ads. <laughs> I'm like, and they and they give no fucks. They cut it right off in the middle of a fucking match. Yeah, at least right. with Tubi, they fucking it's it's what two maybe three ads oh, and they're like, like thirty, 30 seconds. second ads, mm-hmm. and. It's not. It's usually not randomly cut in. It's usually at a good. Oh, it's cut always scene. at a good time. Yeah, when like yeah. It's like they actually put the work and effort into being like. I think they. I mean, the only way they can do it that way is they have to fucking <laughs> either watch these movies to figure out where, or like the studio sends something with them like that. These are good points, like breakpoints type thing. Because yeah. I can't see them going through every one of their fucking movies, but every one I've watched has been in a good fucking always spot. Yeah. Like not, in the, not in the middle of a fucking sentence. It's like at a good fucking transition to a next scene. It's oh, like, there's an ad. Yeah. It's like, all right, whatever. But yeah, they show like three. Show these other ones who are trying to like be 2 b but I don't know if it's they're trying to make up volume off of who they don't like viewers they're not getting. So they show like double the ads. Yeah, I don't know. And it's like, fuck, man. 
Like, I don't mind watching ads, but come on. When watching your ads is worse than fucking watching the movie on cable? Oh, dude. You knew if, like, Casino was on, regular basic cable, it was an all-day thing. No, Casino on IFC is an all-day event because they don't cut the movie at all. So it's already it's three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. Plus all the breaks. Yeah. So that's like a four and a half hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're committed. It is. But it's on, so you're not going to like not watch it. Yeah, yeah. There's When I had cable, there was like... It could be a movie I've seen like a dozen fucking times. And like, oh, all right, well, it's on cable. Yeah. Like The Silence of the Lambs. Just fucking throwing that out there. If it's on fucking TV when I used to have cable, I'm watching it. Like if the remote goes down... I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking change the channel, you know. Or like Goodfellas or Casino or the Shawshank Redemption. There's certain movies. Dude, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Last time I had cable, I probably watched that fucking movie three times in a month because it kept coming on TNT. <laughs> yeah, it was on all the fucking time, dude. Like, I, I'm not gonna not watch it. Fucking Shawshank, man. So I've seen people post like someone posted like the most like overrated Stephen King movies, and I, I think dude, I think Stephen King has a bunch of shit movies because they were almost always like made for TV type movies. Yeah, like Thinner sucked. Fucking Tommy Knockers, if that I remember, is like yeah, fucking Langoliers. The uh, what's the uh, Sleepwalkers? That like he has a bunch. Like he has some. He has a handful of good ones that people like did justice. Then some of them was like yeah. Then somebody like in that in the thread was like, Shawshank Redemption. It's like, wait, what? And they're like, no. that movie's fucking garbage. Well, like, it just seems like a TV movie to me. Like, whoa, no. all right. The movie's great. The Green Mile was a Stephen King too. Oh my. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That that was good. I don't even think I've seen it. Honestly, I seen it a long time ago. It was good. And there was like bees coming out of his mouth. Yeah. He got a I mouse. S- fucking twenty years ago, I seen it. Got something. Tom Hanks. The big dude from fucking that was in everything back then. The big main dude. Yeah. He was in a bunch of fucking movies back then. He died, didn't he? Maybe. He did. He died like a handful of years ago. Duh. What the fuck was his name? I forget his name, dude, but he was in a lot of movies back then. He was like the big rip dude. He was in Friday. Yeah. He wasn't Debo. No, no. He was in that scene. Yeah. Where they're fucking uh, playing dice. Yeah. No, he was in a bunch of movies back back in the day, but yeah, dude. So like the, the you know Stephen King movies, there's there's some bad ones for sure. After ninety, good luck. You might find a couple, but it's the non horror ones in the nineties that were his best work, bar none. Yeah, all the classics were fucking Pet Cemetery and Back. Was it well, Pet no, Cemetery? Misery was okay. I was gonna say Pet Cemetery, Misery. Silver Bullet was uh, 80s. I'm just listen- I was just listening to good. Oh, I'm just saying 90s the cutoff. I think 90 was Misery. Yeah. After that, then you had the Tommy Knockers, the Langoliers. Oh, that was a movie came fucking people. TNT miniseries events yeah. and shit. The Stand. Fucking. I've never watched that, dude. Well, they had the the four part. <laughs> Mini series every Sunday on TNT at eight o'clock, a two-hour. So it literally was like an eight-hour thing, but you had to tune in every Sunday 
Yeah. It sets your VCR. <laughs> I was like, what? He did that. There was that. And The Shining. The Shining ended up doing that. They did like a miniseries where it was supposed to be more true to the book. Yep. Which Stephen King fucking hated Kubrick Shining. He did. He was the one behind the re- the TV, made for TV. Yeah. He wanted it to be more of his vision of what The Shining was. Then they did, uh, what's it, Kingdom Hospital? That was a Stephen King. And I think that was like a TV miniseries. It was like Rose Red and what was that? Rose Red was one. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, I mean, people dig it. People are going to fucking delve into anything Stephen King, but I've, I've, I wish fucking he would just get people to make decent movies out of his fucking work. Yeah. Well, they did back in the 70s and 80s. Everybody, Carrie, everybody Carrie, was on Coke, man. Well, well, he quit making fucking, <laughs> he quit writing and just started act, being in movies when he was all coked out. Like the fucking Maximum Overdrive creep show. Uh, he was fucking whacked out. I need to come back to those days. He he made a cameo in all his movies when he wasn't writing. Mm-hmm. And then once he started writing again, he wasn't in his movies. And then other people were making the movies out of the books he was writing. Like in the seventies, was like that. Like Carrie was a fucking great novel. And then someone made the movie and they did it justice. But then in the eighties, they started going hog wild like. He'd come up with an idea, and they would just fucking run with it. Like, like Cujo was nothing like the fucking novel, kind of. They exaggerated it so much, you know? It's like, even just read the way he used to write, man. I want, I read it cover to cover. Yeah. And that book's about as thick as a fucking... <laughs> it's, it took me a long time, and I, I read it, and the book is way better than the fucking movie. Not that the movie was bad, but, you know... The book was fucking the way he describes shit's like way better than fucking like you know oh maybe that's the cutoff it my bad uh it fucking was a 1990 it was not bad but after that you're you're getting into some shitty shit so yeah i don't know do you see i know you said you saw the first it did you see the second part two of the recent yeah the newer one no i haven't seen the second one i watched both of them in this pandemic like the early stages of it, the second one might have caused the because I've heard nothing but bad things about it's it. It's not good, man. I didn't even really care for the first one. The first one was okay for what it was. I remember I went into it and I was like, yeah, okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's all right for what it is. I get it. Like you're always going to have those CGI elements going mm-hmm. in now. Like I can live with it. Whatever. It kind of made sense. It is what it is. Watch the second one like the next day. Like I couldn't like at all. I'm like, nope. This this fucking should never have been made. No. Yeah, I don't, it's you know, it's new horror for you. Like I, I I just don't even have a. I still have to watch the Suspiria remake. Just because. Honestly, I haven't yet. I haven't either, and it's it's gonna take everything within me to fucking play that movie. I just don't want to ruin... Dude, somebody who, who I know who has pretty similar views on movies said it was one of the worst movies he saw that year. And I know who you're talking about, and I would value his opinion over just about everybody I know. If he says it wasn't good, it can't be good. Then there's those people who say, like, oh, it's good if you go into it taking it as its own movie. 
don't think of the original. Why call it Suspiria then? It <laughs> defeats the fucking purpose of remaking a movie. If you go into it not thinking of the original, but it's a direct remake of the original, why call it Suspiria? Why not just rip off the concept of Suspiria and call it something else? You yeah. got man, if you're gonna go in and make a fuck remake a classic movie like that, you gotta fucking bring your A game. Unless it's just a cash grab, and most of the time that's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking sad, man. So like have you been watching anything? Like I I, I actually been watching some movies lately, just kinda uh, movie-wise, let's see what I remember I actually watched. Well, today I watched a movie called The Sect. came out in 2014. Not so, talking about the fucking Italian movie. That came out in like the... That's what I'm Yeah, okay. not that one. This one came out in 2014. It's from Argentina. Um, I probably have the amount of money that their budget was in my pocket right now. Because... <laughs> 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 How you haven't made a sequel to Woodchipper Massacre? <laughs> <laughs> so this one, I mean, it wasn't for what it was, and knowing you can even tell they had no budget for this movie, it wasn't horrible. It was like the I feel like this story's kind of been told many times. Girl comes to big city to find a job, ends up getting lured into being a prostitute. Oh kind of like forced to be a prostitute for this like secret society like this like higher echelon of rich people fucking group oh gotcha is and this a, based in Argentina or is it it's a, like made in Argentina it was an Argentinian film well is it supposed to be happening in Argentina well they're in well it's yeah it, they're in Argentina okay well I'm just thinking like New York Ripper is an Italian movie that's supposed oh, to take no, place this in is, New, okay. this is in Argentina made by Argentinians okay with I'm guessing a handy cam. <laughs> <laughs> if the fucking the sound was recorded with a talk boy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean it's not it's not horrible. I mean, obviously there's you know she's now a prostitute and she's basically getting raped a bunch. Yikes. And they don't like show a lot of stuff. Like actually, they don't show a lot of stuff for anything in this whole fucking movie. But it's like all like a lot of dialogue and story and like ominous tones for the song. And then yeah, even at the end where she's like obviously gets her revenge. Oh, it's she, a revenge film. She yeah. Well, she ends up getting revenge a little bit. Oh okay. She has a gun. I don't think she fires the gun. But I don't think you ever see the gun fire. And she shoots some people, but you don't actually see them get shot <laughs> because they had zero budget. <laughs> Oh, fuck. And this is 2014? <laughs> yeah. Hey, keeping the dream alive, man. I, honestly, I, I... So basically, it's it's don't go into it expecting Miss 45. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of had the same video quality as, like, a late 90s porn. Ah, uh, yeah. Where something, something's, like, crisp about it, but also seems, like, soap opera-ish. That camera. Yeah. It kind of had that camera feel to it. Yeah, that was... Uh, and as soon as I turned it on, I was like, okay, yeah, all right, I, get, I already know what I'm getting myself into, but let's do it. Boarding house. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Dude, we are doing boarding house one day. We, oh, I fucking love boarding house, dude. Uh, let's see. A lot of this shit is kind of going into a blur. Uh, at some point, I finally checked out Tusk, Kevin Smith's movie. Oh, yeah, Tusk. 
Johnny that, Johnny was the one who was like, when Johnny was crashed here, like last year, two years ago, whenever it was, yeah. he brought it. He's like, oh, have you seen Tusk? And I was like, no. He's like, dude, check it out. He's like, it's it's fun for what it is, man. And finally got around to checking it out. Is it good? It's fun. It, it pretty much is fun for what it is. Like, oh, I'm, I'm down. I've, I've been, I, I forgot all about that movie. I kind of want to check that out. Fucking, uh, I what's love his, everything he did. What's his name? Pa, fucking guy. He's, he died, I think, last year. Park? Parker? Parks? Parks. He was in Kill Bill as the sheriff. And he was also the pimp. The South American pimp. Mm. He was also in... He played he played the same role in like three different movies. In Kill Bill, Kill Bill 2, Death Proof. Um, what was he the weird... From Dust Till Dawn. He's the sheriff. He's the cop. Okay. In Dust Till Dawn, he's the one that like goes up to the counter at the liquor store and uses the bathroom. Yeah, I'm just drawing a blank. I don't know why, but... Yeah, yeah. it's like something Park... I'm blanking on his name. Everybody's going to listen to this and be like, you're a fucking idiot. But he's like a great fucking actor. He was in like... Kevin Smith's used him in other shit, too. He's used him in like Red State and um, okay. I think something else. But yeah, he's like... He fucking sells this whole fucking movie. Who was he in Death Proof? Was he the weird guy? He's the sheriff. Oh, the sheriff? He's the same... Like, the, the same role. I gotcha. Okay. And in Kill Bill, it's like when he shows up after uh, she got killed in the church. It's him and his son. Yeah. Okay. I don't know his name. I know what you're talking about. But. Yeah, it's something Parks. He's in Tusk, though? Yeah, he's uh, he's basically the one who turns Homeboy into a fucking walrus. Oh, shit. Fuck, that must have been one of his last movies, then. Um, yeah, when the fuck? Let's see. Tusk came out, I think, 2014? Yeah, 15, 14. Michael Parks is his name. Michael Parks. And he died in 2017. Gotcha. Yeah, I always wanted to check out Tusk. I don't think that there's anything Kevin Smith has done that I don't like. It's like it doesn't have an it doesn't really have a Kevin Smith feel to it. But still. he kind of did that. He did a block of movies that didn't feel like a Kevin Smith movie. Like if I mean, it didn't feel like Mallrats or Clerks or. Shit like oh no, that. no, that, that's yeah, that's a given. Um, but but the, the weird fucking comic book men. I've never had owned, collected, or cared about comic books, and I fucking religiously watched that show. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that guy. He's a storyteller, man. Oh, That's he's what great. He is. He's like intriguing to listen to. Just bullshitting in a comic book store is like. I find people either really dig what he does or absolutely fucking hate what he oh, does. Oh, I hear people say that they fucking hate all of the shit he's done. See, like, cool. Like, people I hang out with and shit, they're like, oh, he's overrated. Fuck it. But I'm like, dude. It's his own style, and if you mm-hmm. like it or you don't like it, I can't say I, I can't say I'm huge on everything he's done. Obviously, I like other things more than others. He did Dogma, right? Yeah. Fuck. See, I mean, see, that's like, the one I've only seen that movie once. But George, everybody, everybody hails that. Everybody hails Dogma as one of his best movies. I wouldn't say best, but it's it's. I've seen. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people like, oh, that's just like his fucking best movie. It's fucking great, dude. God, it's great. Honestly, one of those I think gets looked over a lot is Zack and Mary make a porno. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I really dig that movie. But see, like I, I would look at that one like not like I would the classics, only because he played it safe with the people in the movie, like established I've, well, actors. I've, I've heard him talk about that movie. I heard him talk about like a, like a block of like a lot of his movies that came out on time. That was him trying to do like a Judd Apatow movie. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like this is gonna makes, be well, this is gonna be my movie that's gonna break me in with him and like the way that Judd Apatow got broken like mainstream Hollywood. Yeah. And it was it did it didn't really have a Kevin Smith feel to it. It had honestly more of an Apatow feel to it. But yeah. I, the way that I'm surprised that movie didn't wasn't more successful than it was because it's fucking just it fits with that it fits with if you like Judd Apatow movies you would really like Zack and Mary make a porno Apatow did Step Brothers or um, did he do I think I, he did Step Brothers I think he did some way shape or form he was part of it um, Knocked Up So This Is 40 yeah like shit like that. There's, I think there's like some bigger ones that I'm missing. Yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah, I got you. And That's then, um, well, yeah. you need to watch Dogma. I'm not gonna say it's I've, no, I've watched it before. It's just been fucking forever. Yeah. I've only seen it once. And Carlin is fucking gold in that movie. He has a small little part. Oh, yeah. Isn't he, uh, seen Angel? Yeah, but he's like hitchhiking. Okay. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> what is he? He says something right before he goes down too. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, "Those are the rules," <laughs> or whatever he says. <laughs> it's fucking great, man. Does he have it like on his? He's, he has it like written on his sign. Yeah. 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 No. That, and he's explaining it to him. Like, listen, you gotta. You gotta give and you gotta take. You gotta <laughs> 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 yeah, so no, that one's great, but yeah, um, yeah, fuck, I'm gonna have to check out Tusk. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not bad for what it was. I mean, go into it expecting just ridiculousness. It's a dude who gets turned into a fucking walrus. Yeah, like, well, I'm still game. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't bother me at all. It's funny because at the end of it, it gets all serious at the end, and then they have the credits rolling and they come in with his like episode of the podcast from like years prior where him and whoever he's on the fucking podcast with came up with the idea and it's them like oh yeah then like like it could be this da, da, da. then act three will go into this and mm. and then the way the movie like and they kept it pretty true to their conversation but That's they're cool. fucking dying losing it like talking about a fucking movie about some dude who turns another dude into a fucking walrus <laughs> It's cool, man. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Like, I mean, like I said, oh, it is what sorry. it is. It's a fucking Kevin Smith trying to make, like, a weird fucking, not really horror, but horror-ish movie. Um, let's see what else. i go through the last two a couple quick. Uh, Shocking Dark. Italian movie. Have you seen it? No. Um, came out, oh, fuck, what year was this? 80, 89, I think it was 89. Shocking Dark. Italian, uh, made by uh, Bruno Mattei. Mm. Kind of like a sci-fi-ish alien vibe to it. Bruno Mattei. They're like virus and alien contamination. Cruel shark. I think he might have did alien contamination. That's a uh, virus. The alternate title is. Wait, was virus alien? Or no, no, virus. No, virus no. is um. Cre- uh, Hell of the Living Dead. Yeah, I think it's yeah. That's what um, I'm thinking of. Yeah, or Night of the Zombies, whatever you want to call it. Night of the Zombies, I think is what I remember it. If I remember correctly, but yeah, he did like, he's done a bunch of like, pretty decent shit. No, I know, I Bruno Mattei, man. And then um, I didn't finish it because I started watching it while I was at work, which is a horrible idea when a movie has subtitles. But uh, Fulci for Fake. Yeah, I, I still need to check that out. 
I'm intrigued. It's really good from what I've seen. I need to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, fucking. I, I'm I'm gonna sit down and watch that one of these days. I just nothing. I mean, dude, I've been binging out on old Twilight Zone episodes and Cheers mostly. Fuck yeah. But I t- today I sent you, you know, Sorority House Massacre two. Because I haven't seen it forever. Dude, so long. Yeah. Um, don't go in the house. Splatter University. Beyond Reanimator. Uh, Nightmare City. That's it, man. That's man, all. It's been a minute since I've seen Nightmare City. Well, I have the shitty, you know, Raven video one. Yeah. The City of the Walking Dead, but same thing. I, I toss it in from time to time. I love that movie. I do too. It's great. I fucking watch that movie more often than like, for some odd reason. It's just one of those weird. I, when I can't think of anything to watch, I throw in Nightmare City. It's fucking great. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, and then like, what have you been jamming, dude? Uh, jamming wise, well, I mean, there was new Acid Witch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked on that. Fuck yeah. Fucking the Halloween that wasn't. Yep. It's a two-song EP. Yeah. A little short for an EP. Well, maxi single released yeah, on the fucking like, yeah. uh, cassette. Two songs, about eight eight minutes. Little thing they did. I like the Evil Eye song better than the. Yeah. Yeah, the second track I, I like a little bit more than the first, but they, they're both good. I like it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. Finally, I think I pre-ordered this. I think I pre-ordered this around the time the pandemic happened, and I just got it in the mail like last month or a couple weeks ago. Fucking mortify, yeah. Stench of Swedish buzzsaw, which if you like fucking like HM2 worship, like Left Hand Path, yeah. But you also like fucking grindy shit, yeah. This is it's it's just fucking death grind at like less than a minute song length. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I, you've played it for me twice, and it's fucking good, man. Fucking uh, has ex members of Coffins, fucking members of uh, Final Exit, and fucking uh, members of Winners in Osaka, Sick Tired, Urine Cop, Disrouted. That's like a fucking yeah, yeah. They have to be good. Fucking for, if you haven't heard them, I love them so good, dude. The Coffins is. That guitar is fucking Coffins all day. That's the dude from Coffins. It has to be. That distortion, the riff patterns, everything just screams the dude that never is seen without sunglasses on, whether it's dark. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's just a riff machine, man. Uh, And then the last one is one I just got. Fucking dude did like like a one man grind project. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. If you like Grind, if you like anime, this is definitely your fucking release, man. <laughs> I love it. Hokago Grind Time. I think I pronounced that right. H-O-U-K-A-G-O. Hukago? Hukago? We're going to go with that, right? Yeah. Hukago Grind Time. And that's the name of the band. The, the album's called... This, I'm going to fuck this up so bad. Bakian's feed? That's fucking horrible. 
<laughs> okay, here's what we'll do with that. Here's what we'll do with that. On the Burnt Offerings Instagram page, just upload the album cover. <laughs> that fucking That's should. the best way to do it. That's the best way to do it. That's what I just said is 100% not how you pronounce that. I couldn't do any better. I thought you were doing okay. Fucking, but in parentheses after that, it's Mo to the gro- Mo to, Mo to, to the, the Gore. Gr- yeah, Mo to the Gore. Yeah. Uh, and it's fucking amazing, dude. Fucking thick blasty as fuck fast as shit tight as hell grind with some fucking he had some dudes come in and do some fucking uh, leads over a lot of it there's like a lot of guest leads going in for some of these songs so you get a lot of dive bomb action yeah fucking a lot of pick squeals fuck yeah I mean it's fucking it's, it's top notch man yeah we're gonna have to spin that one of these days I spun it when you first got here. That's what I had planned. You did. We were like in the middle of a conversation, so I don't think you were fully I'm paying attention. To, yeah, yeah, because I'm going to need to hear that. Like, it was pissed. It was cool. But like, Ash was out here and shit. We were all talking and shit. It's fucking, I, I dig it, man. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing it a bunch since I got it. I got it, uh, like two, three days ago. Like, at the beginning of this week. Yeah, you sent me a picture of it like three days ago, I think. I really check that out if you like grind though. That's if you like grind, if you like anime, dude, if you fucking like anime, yeah, you should just definitely pick this up because I know, <clears throat> I, I don't hate anime. I like anime, but I'm not like really delved into it. No, me neither. So I couldn't like pinpoint things out. I just find shit that I like, and then I'll end up watching it. But each song, there's like anime samples between a lot of them. Yeah. And I'm, I might be wrong, but I think I heard a fucking sample from fucking Guilty Gear in there, which is fucking pissed if I did, because that game's amazing. Right on. But I don't, I don't know. I might be wrong. Um, and I'm fairly certain most of the song titles are anime-related. Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck's going on with those song titles, dude. I just know this fucking album's pissed. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Hey, hopefully he does fucking some more shit. Yeah. The packaging is nice. Yes, <laughs> most like when uh, it was getting released, they got when uh, they they received it in his hand. He like thanked like the labels that helped put it out, and he's like, "I can't believe you were able to get the European labels on board with it, making such a nice release for a project that isn't exactly serious." <laughs> oh yeah, because it's like an anime-based fucking grind project. <laughs> yeah, but that's some fucking uh, high-quality packaging. Yeah, they did a good it job. Looks nice. It looks nice. Fuck yeah. So if you guys, uh, yeah, I, I definitely suggest checking that out. Hokagu Grind Time. Mo to the gore. Mo to the gore is fucking pissed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, weird. This is like one of the few episodes I don't have anything punk that I've been listening to. That's very <laughs> true. That's very true. What about uh, you, man? You know what? Um, new Acid Witch. You know, obviously. Uh, and then the only, uh, like, I got like six bands listed here, but I haven't really been listening to them because it's all potential stuff coming out. Yeah. I'm just trying to, like, give people heads up. The one band I have been listening to is Cult of a Cult, man. I, like, found this band for, like, four years now. I just keep seeing this band pop up everywhere. And I never gave them a fair shake because I thought the name was kind of corny. 
kind of is. And how many fucking corny ass doom bands have I heard where they're just they're tryhards, they're just way over theatrical or so like whatever it is with a shitty name, dude. Fucking shame on me because this band they're from France and they're fucking they're they're great, man. Uh, legend has it that they're straight up alcoholics. They're straight up nihilistic and they're straight up satanic and they don't give a fuck about anybody. So they have this weird air of mystery because they wear hoods. You can see their face when they play live, but they wear hoods and like they don't do any interviews. They don't do any fucking. They don't like meet up with magazine writers. They just. It's just really uh, dismal, bleak slow heavy doom metal dude I don't know how else to put it but like I'm glad I found them I would say that if I was to compare them to a band or two if you like Indian and you like Primitive Man I guess it's just really heavy it's really dismal uh, it's good that's it I found them and I'm, I i haven't looked back uh, that and the new Acid Witch is all I've been jamming but I just wanted to let people know that Nuke from Detroit Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Three days ago, I could be wrong. If if you're listening, Mike, I hope I get this right, but I'm pretty sure you posted something about you guys are done recording, which is awesome because you're one of my favorite fucking bands, man. Uh, thrash band from Detroit, all star lineup. <clears throat> Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, Hooded Menace is in the studio finishing up a new album. I think the only thing left to do is tracking on the vocals. And if I remember correctly, they have a new vocalist now. They don't have that original guy anymore. And I don't think... I think this might be their second or third vocalist. Because the one dude played bass and did vocals. And this dude, I think, just does vocals. So, But, you know, they've changed their sound a lot since the early stuff. But I just always seem to like it. They haven't... Yeah. They're progressing into, like, a more of a sophisticated like a Swedish element to their sound instead of just a crushing like a doom there's more melodies and more uh, shit so I'm I haven't really listened to anything besides that first one yeah no that's all I've listened to they were like a heavy doom band for like three records and the the last two I want to say are more going towards they're progressing into more of a um, mature sound but it's still death metal it's still like almost like an entombed these uh, like Swedish elements in there and melodies and stuff, kind of cool. Uh, Fister has been posting pictures of them. They have the original three masked the fuck up in the jam spot. So I'm assuming they're working on new material. That'd be cool. They're my favorite fucking band, so I'm hoping that we get some new shit from them. And shit life. Did a split with Noisy Neighbors. They did, they did. If you like Blazing Grind and you like fast music, you definitely know that we like Shit Life. You should check it out. It's uh, it's on Bandcamp. It's on YouTube. And uh, it's short, but it's fucking pissed. And I would highly recommend this for anyone that likes fucking Grind or Thrash because these guys are fucking like top shelf. Good buds of mine, too. Dude, I think, um, talking about Michigan Grind, I think Girth has a new split that just came out. Okay. Well, what happened to the other shit with the artwork? Oh, that hasn't gotten released yet. It's okay. not even, yeah, nothing. So this is yet. separate from that. Yeah, this is just a, a split. Fuck, who the fuck is it with? 
can't remember who it was. I was supposed to pick up everything from Kirby because there's a couple releases he has that I still haven't gotten yet. And then this guy came just came out here, or they just got copies of it. But yeah, Gers has newer shit out too. Yeah, didn't he say the band when he was over here last time with Emma? Probably, but I can't remember. Yeah, because he said he like they're waiting on the whole other thing, but he said he was like recording a split with. Yeah, I can't in the remember. meantime, until that comes out. I can't remember who the fuck the split was with. He just he just posted a few days ago that he had copies of them, and I can't remember. Can't remember. But yeah, either way, Girth has new shit. Awesome, <laughs> newer shit. Yeah, Girth fucking rules. Another grind band. <clears throat> Definitely worth checking out from the Detroit area. Absolutely. That's what I've been jamming. That's what's coming out. Keep your ear to the ground and fucking look out for the for the good stuff coming out, man. You're the grindstone. Yep. So that's all I got for you. Um, well, I guess we'll see you next time. I know that we uh, discussed a couple movies that we might talk about in the next coming episodes, and I'm pretty excited. So, you know, I don't really celebrate Thanksgiving, but for those of you out there who do, this is our pre-Turkey Day fucking uh, episode. I hope you have a good one and stay yeah, safe. That's next week. Yeah, it's in like six days. Huh. I'll yeah. be home. I won't be anywhere. With a banquet, fucking turkey dinner, and some beer, and some VHS tapes with my cats and shit. Maybe me and my cat will split some like turkey breast or something, man. Go watch the Puppy Bowl. That's. Wait, that's not until January. I wish the Puppy Bowl was on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I watch it every year. I get my, you know me, dude. Every year I post, like, I'm excited because everyone's all Super Bowled out on social media. I'm like, fuck that, the puppy bowl. Now there's the kitten bowl. Now there's both. There's kitten bowl, too. It's amazing. Yeah, dude. Why don't they do, like, the kitten bowl's incredible. Why don't they do fucking kittens and puppies? That would be the two teams. Yeah, don't put them together. That would never work. It would. Never. Puppies aren't going to kill cats. Cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> it's hard enough to get those fucking puppies wrangled up and get them to do what you need them to do in the puppy bowl, dude. Yeah, and the, well, and get... the cats don't even do... No, it's the... Uh, no, I'm sorry. I apologize, everybody. It's the puppy bowl. It's the cat halftime show. So they got, like, a cat dressed up like Beyonce. <laughs> That's what it is. So the puppy bowl rules. <laughs> Bat, dude. That's uh, every year I get excited. The puppy bowl and the cat halftime show is dude, fucking. Just, they used to put kittens and puppies in a fucking ring together and just videotape it. Don't fret me with a good time. You get some quality entertainment. Oh yeah, fucking dude. Just like kittens are entertaining. Cats are entertaining. <laughs> just watch them. They're fucking incredible. They're like incredible beings. Anyway, all right, man. Uh, yeah, uh, slow it down and speed it up when it comes to music, and we'll see you next time. All right, see you guys. Later.